Gospel of John, chapter 2, and verse 1. Come on. Hallelujah. John chapter 2, verse 1. And the third day, there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee. Now, here's the first nugget I want to give to you. Marriage in the sight of God is significant. It's not a, well, mm -mm, no, 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 it's significant, all right? And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. They were going to the marriage to do what? Celebrate a victory. Now, here's the nugget I want to make sure you get. And when they wanted wine, and when they wanted what? Now, let me give you understanding. They didn't want the wine to get drunk. Y'all ain't said, huh? They didn't want the wine to be intoxicated. The wine was symbolic of the victory, of the fact that a man and a woman were coming together to become one. And they wanted the wine to celebrate the victory. The wine was symbolic of the victory of being married. What do you mean, Pastor? Why is it when we have communion that they gave wine and they gave bread? The wine was significant of the what? Awesomeness of Christ. It was not to get drunk. It was not to get intoxicated. All right? Well, Pastor, all we get is juice. Well, the reason we get juice is because some folk have not graduated to have wine and not get intoxicated. It doesn't mean that, that, that the wine is not significant. Wow. Wine. They had wine. Some people come because they get the wine. And the wine is supposed to be a symbol of the significance of whatever you're going to. You've, you've had people that work in businesses and they have a toast to symbolic say how, okay, we, we got this championship, we won. The wine was significant. It was, a, it was a way of saying, this was awesome. And we are celebrating the fact that this man and woman came together. Okay? So when I read it, I said, well, now... And when they wanted the wine, the mother of Jesus said, they have no wine. Said, Wait a minute, why? What is she talking about wine? Because the wine was significant and saying that it was a victory. It was to be celebrated. And without the wine, something would have been missing. Oh, my God. His mother said unto the servants, whatsoever... <laughs> He saith unto you, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. They were out of wine. And the wine, if they didn't have the wine, they would have missed the significance of that moment of them coming together. They would have been heartbroken because it was, uh, something would have been missing if they didn't have the wine to celebrate 
this man and this woman have become one. All right? So today, I want to give you a message entitled, Becoming a Doer of the Word of God. Becoming a Doer of the Word of God. Moreover, as we come near to the close of 2019, we each day must daily choose to renew our hearts and renew our minds so we become doers and remain doers of the Word of God. Now, here's the key. Regardless of life situations, regardless of life circumstances that we have to walk through. Look at your head and say, neighbor, you ain't the only one that's been going through. I've been going through too. But here we are. And furthermore, we were told by the Lord that in the last days there would be mockers of the things of God. 2019 has been a real time and season where mockers of the things of God have had a field day. And because of that, and because of satanic delays, many sons and daughters of God have gotten sidetracked in their daily faith flow of believing and receiving when they pray, if they pray at all. If they pray at all. So today, I come to renew your mind and encourage each of us not to give place to the devil and his host by not doing the word of God consistently. Looking again at our opening verse, we have a mother of Jesus giving the rhema word. Rhema word. Say, neighbor, do you know what a rhema word is? Do you know? It's the word that makes the difference. Come on now. She, the mother was giving the Raymond word, Raymond word to each that we must choose to willingly obey. What is it? Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Now here we go. Eye contact. Now for each of us, there is an it that the Lord can and will give to you to do. But now here's the key. My it may not be your it. <laughs> and your it may not be my it. But each of us must stay willing and obedient so we become strong workers together with God. So signs and wonders and miracles can flow more and more in these last days before Jesus returns to us to take us up to heaven where we all belong. Now, look at your neighbor, say, say neighbor. There's an it in 2019, I mean 2019, that you've done. But in 20, 2020, there's some more it's that only you can do. Make sure you don't complain and murmur about your it's. Stop comparing yourself with other folk. Be the best you you can be. Holla. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. All right? So now let's go to John 2 and verse 7. With understanding of why they wanted the wine. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. So whatever he told them to do, they did, right? He said unto them, now draw out now 
and bear up unto the governor of the feast, and they buried it. Got it? When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not which it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when men have drunk, well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine unto now. In other words, when Jesus gets involved, he produces the best. They had some wine, but now that Jesus is involved, they got the best wine. Say, neighbor, don't roll your eyes at me. When Jesus is involved, you're going to get the best. You're going to get the best. God only brings the best. When he's telling you to do something, he's trying to get you to your bestness. Trying to get you to your bestness. It may not feel like it. It may not seem like it, but God's trying to get you to the best. Say, God, thank you for the understanding. Now, folks, when you learn to daily do the word of God, our outcomes will indeed become far better than we and others often expect. And here's the thing that, that, that you got to understand. There are going to be sometimes your better is going to be better than somebody else's. Don't be so arrogant that you can't have compassion on others when you're walking in your best. Like today I'm walking in my best. <laughs> so I can have compassion on others that don't have their best. Hallelujah. I'm going to hug you whether you got your best or not. Hey, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. Come on now. Say, God, laughter's medicine. We thank you. Now, why? Because the Lord loves us all and wants all of us to have and experience the very best. But our adversary, the devil and souls, know that two and each day tries to distract us so we miss out on the promises of God that are yes and indeed. Yes and amen. Now, go to John chapter 4 and verse 46. John 4 and 46. Becoming a doer of the word of God. It says, So Jesus came into, into Cana of Galilee, where he had made water to wine. So he's coming back. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. Now, here's where I want you to get. He's got a son that's at the point of death, and he's going to Jesus because he's believing that something, that Jesus has the anointing to do something. Then said Jesus unto him, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Now, what, what was he talking about? Somehow, this person must have been at the wedding and had seen the water that returned the wine. And so they saw that miracle, and so that now they're showing up because they, they want to see another sign. They're looking for another sign. And Jesus said, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down 
ere my child died. He said, listen, hey, it ain't about a sign. Jesus, come on down. Jesus said unto him, watch this, go thy way. Go thy way. Thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. Look at me, eye eye contact. There's going to be sometimes the Lord going to tell you to go somewhere. Just go. Don't be trying to figure out. He's going to tell you what to do. Just go. Go. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your emotions how to feel. Just believe when you go. See, we, we, we be missing it. We be praying and waiting for stuff to happen. When you pray, that's when you believe. Come on. When you pray, that's when you believe yes. and receive. Yes. Jesus said, go thy way, thy son liveth, and the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. He went. Now, you know, as a parent, and your child is, 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 is in a horrible situation, and you just get the word, just go. You be, yeah, but your feelings be telling you, hey, yeah, they're down, down. You be wondering. And as he was now going down, his servant met him and told him, said, say, thy son liveth. Then inquired he of the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, yesterday, wait a minute, wait a minute, yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Yesterday. Yesterday. Now, you know, parents, you know what that's like. You know, you, yeah, I don't know. you don't see it, but you just, uh, you, you better got to believe internally that something's going to happen. So the father knows that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, thy son liveth, and himself believed, and his whole house. There's something about believing that gives you peace. Say, neighbor, you've been believing lately? And if you have, you ought to have some peace. That means put a smile on your face. (laughs) All right. Folks, here we tap into uh, the next example of becoming a doer of the word. What is it? Learning to push past how you feel, or how you think, as you go through the difficult times and seasons of life and living, and still make yourself do the Word of God. It's just like some of you, you had to press to come to church. That bed, listen, that bed was wonderful today. It was so wonderful. I had to make myself get on up. Get on up. I had to make myself get dressed. Well, yeah, that's real, because it, it, it was just, I, I could have stayed in bed all day, hallelujah. And sometimes in life, you got to make yourself push past how you feel, push past how you think to get the victory. Amen, 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 amen. So likewise, huh, the moment that Jesus says to any of us a supernatural word, and we too immediately learn and simply believe and follow his instructions, miracles will happen for us to say, I expect miracles, signs, and wonders, airtime. I say airtime. Airtime. I believe God. 
Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Come on. All right. Now let's go to John 20 and verse 24. John 20 and 24. Let me give you another example. But Thomas, one of the 12 called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Now here's the next example. Here's somebody that has seen Jesus do signs and wonders and miracles when he was alive. This is like people that come to church, do all the things that they do at church, but then when, it, when Jesus doesn't do it your way, you get upset. <laughs> and you didn't see what somebody told you. And Thomas was not there, was not there when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, we've seen the Lord. But he said unto them, all right, except I shall see in his hands the print of nails and put my finger into the print of nails and thrust my hands into his side, I will not believe. Eye contact. Don't get mad at me when I say this. Some of us have missed our miracles because we did not believe because God did it a different way. He did it a different way this year. He did it a different way. And we, had, we were struggling to believe because God didn't do it the way we wanted him to do it. But I like God because he graced us. Here we are in 2019, about to close, but God still graced us. Now, as I begin to close today, I want to give each of us a reminder that just because you may have been saved for a long time and have experienced signs and wonders and miracles in and around your life does not give you the right to doubt and disbelieve the words of God. What do you mean, Pastor? I.e., it's called becoming weary in well-doing. So we faint and give up on the higher ways of God accomplishing in the kingdom his plan for us. Thomas, like many sons and daughters, was being tricked into demonic weariness and frustration due to not taking good self-care, 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 and good faith care along the way. In 2019, look at him and say, neighbor, I know you're going to roll your eyes, but how did you do with your self-care? You were busy taking care of everybody else, but did you take care of yourself? Say in 2020, I'm going to raise my level of self-care without apologizing. Hallelujah. Moreover, when the blessings of signs and wonders and miracles are flowing and things are very easy, people stay excited and forget the supernatural cost to make it happen. Say, there's a cost to make your victory happen. Oh, yes, it is. Eagle Summit, as tough as 2019 has been, we still have some awesome signs and wonders and miracles along the way. Look at you and say, neighbor, tell me one thing God did for you this year. Come on, tell, just, just tell one thing. Can you tell them one thing? Mm -hmm. 2019, God, here we are. 
2019 and God's done some great things. But let's not get weary in our well-doing. So we faint like Thomas and complain about the higher way the Lord is choosing to call us to. Now, I, I know that every one of you has been, is being promoted. Every one of you is being promoted. And promotion means change. Promotion means shift. And that is not going to always make you feel good. But you got to make the change so you can go higher and higher and higher. And here's the thing. Forget those negative things that happened in 2019 and reach for those things that are before you. Come on now. There's some awesome things ahead of us. Hallelujah. Example, look around the room. Look at the new windows. Change. Windows. You can see clearly through them. Change. Change. That's prophetic. The Lord's speaking to all of us. Get ready for change. Get ready for change. Get ready for change. Oh, my God. To soar in your purpose in 2020 and beyond, we will take an even more, more faith and more works because greater is our portion. Say greater, greater. is my portion, my portion. In, 2020. in 2020. Hallelujah. All right. Now, let's go to John 21. In verse 26, now remember, Thomas was complaining that he, because he hadn't seen what the disciples told him. After eight days, now here you go, eight days after he said, I want God to do it my way. After eight days again, the disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the door being shut. Say, neighbor. God can come through doors that are shut. There's a door that's been shut in your life. And I perfectly declare that God's coming through. He's coming through those doors. Oh, my God. And stood in the midst and said, peace, peace be unto you. Say, neighbor, when God comes through the door, that's been shut. That's been shut. You're going to get peace, get peace. Unto, you. unto you. Then said he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Thomas said, how you know what I said? How you know what I said? How, how could you tell me exactly what I said? Because that's how God is. He knows your downsetting, and he knows your uprising. Say, God, God. I, love you. I love you. Eagle Summit, let's not be faithless, but let's be believing. Folks, no matter who you are, the Lord already knows your downsetting and your uprising. He knows, and he, like, he graced Thomas, he has a grace, 
that's coming your way. Say, hey, there's a grace, grace. coming my way to help me grow up and go up to believe and do his word. John 21 and 28, here we go, on the stretch. Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord, my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. And then he prophetically says, but blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And that's a rhema word for you, folks. You got to believe without seeing. You got to learn how to call things that be not as though they are. What are you calling for 2020 that you haven't seen yet, but that's on the way? It's on the way. Mm -mm. Eagle Summit likewise. It's our time to believe and receive the blessing of God without having to see first. Instead, we must learn to first and, oh God, believe first, and then we shall see. Say, I'm a believer first, and I will see what I'm believing. Hallelujah. Becoming a doer of the word of God. What do you mean, pastor? Call things that be not until they are. What do you mean, pastor? Whatever Jesus says, do it. What do you mean, pastor? Be not weary and well-doing, and do not faint. Look, look at the same neighbor. Get that fainting off of you. Come on, get, say faintness. Get off of me. Get off of me. Stay away from me. Then finally, believing and receiving so that miracles and signs and wonders become a daily norm, regardless of how long it takes. Now, that's another one. How long it takes to manifest. Say, 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 it, say it, it doesn't matter. Say, it doesn't matter how long it takes. I expect victories every day because I'm becoming a doer of the word of God. Now let's pray. Say, Father, I thank you for this rhema word. As we approach 2020, I thank you for the understanding of my times and the understanding of what to do. When you tell me what to do, I will do it in your name. And signs, wonders, and miracles will manifest even more.